0: You're listening to Reviewing History, your comedy history podcast. I'm filmmaker and teacher Brian Rupert, and I'm joined here by Stephen Badagliaca and, and Anthony Galati. Hi, hey guys! So today we are uh, doing Steve's uh, pick for a movie, and he mm-hmm. picked The Last Samurai. Mm-hmm. Have you guys seen this movie
1: before? You know I have. <laughs> I feel like it's one of those movies that like you
2: you had to see, you had to see it at the time. It's, uh, it's a movie I love. How do you guys feel about it? I like this from the first time I saw it, way back when, when it came out. I didn't see it in theaters, did you? Yes, I did. You did? Yeah. I did not. I got I got this on DVD, watched it at home, and I thought it was going to be a bore fest. I don't know why. <laughs> like, I remember I was in the dentist one day, and I was looking at a magazine that they had on in there. And there was an article about the movie, and I'm like, oh, fucking Tom Cruise is going to play a Japanese guy, whitewashing. <laughs> and I got all mad about it, Oh, I, you were, and I didn't go see the movie so, because of it. So you were PC before it was, it was cool? I was PC before so it was woke. cool. Yeah. I thought Tom Cruise was trying to steal Japanese culture. I seriously did. And then, uh, <laughs> And then I didn't go see it, and then I saw it on DVD years later and was like, oh, this movie's actually great. But going into this now to watch it, you know, to prepare for this. I had this memory in my head of like the middle being boring. And then I was pleasantly surprised when it wasn't. I enjoyed the whole thing a lot. This was a great movie.
0: Yeah, I have loved this movie. Like I saw it in theaters and loved it. Then like at the time this movie was released like on pay-per-view, my family had a hot box and it was one of those movies that I watched all the time. Like any time it was on, I've seen the
2: movie probably like 30 oh, times. Oh, so you got the this plays over and over and over again on pay-per-view viewing of it. Yeah, mm-hmm. and I would just watch it. That's how I saw the Return of the King animated. You know, the Lord of the Rings cartoon from the 80s. Oh, okay. They, I was about to say, like, wait, there's a new one? Like, yeah. I don't know Why I assume no, there was a new no. one? No, no. Like, when the Return of... No, I think... No, it was the Two Towers. When the Two Towers was coming out, mm-hmm. they... I had the hotbox, and they just kept playing the Return of the King <laughs> cartoon. Over and over again, and that's how I saw that. Oh! And they had the where is the whip, where is the way song. So with the last Samurai, uh, <laughs> I was wondering what that was from when you sent it over. there is a whip, there is a way. <laughs> I listened wow. to you. posted that clip I posted on it the, the other movie. day
0: on,
1: on Facebook. I listened and, to it. Yeah. I really enjoyed it. What a, what a, what a ditty. <laughs> I saw the clip, and I'm like, I'm not clicking this. When I uh, first saw this movie, it was on DVD. Okay. And I think I probably watched about five times that week. Really? Oh, I loved it. I loved every second of it. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Had you seen Dances with Wolves before you saw this? Good
1: question. I'm going
0: to say no. I had not either. I think I saw Dances with Wolves later in life. I think this was the first time I saw one of the movies where it's like, person goes to primitive culture, Mm. learns their ways, and changes. It was like Fern Gully and then this. Is well, there yeah, a, but
2: there's that's a trope it's that a trope, goes back yeah. forever. Like but, uh, John Wayne did movies like uh, I think it's called Hanso or Hancho mm-hmm. something like that, where he's with the Apache, okay, know, and he respects them because of their primitive ways. It's it's you know the noble savage. Is there a film yeah, it's term? A, is there like a professional film term for that? The
1: dances with wolves, Avatarism. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, it's it's just the
1: fish out of water. It's a
0: trope, and it always works. Mm. Avatar is probably the most successful, right? I mean, it's. Is it, It's made the most money, but right.
2: like... That's the thing with Avatar. It's like, well, I went to go see that movie, and I think I forgot what it was about within minutes of leaving the theater. I remember, so... <laughs> I fell asleep, I think. me, <laughs> Me, you, and were you with us, Steve, when we saw that
0: opening
1: night? I don't think so. I feel like that's a movie that I... I hate it immediately so (laughs) me and Anthony were at the
0: first showing of it on Stan Island midnight packed theater and all the talk leading up to it this is going to change cinema well it was the 3D gimmick it was the Mm. 3D gimmick but everything is about to change like you know movies before you don't know movies after Mm -hmm. and we sit in avatar and within (laughs) the first hour there was a dude snoring loudly (laughs) was it me? it (laughs) wasn't (laughs) you and the whole theater was
2: laughing and like everybody walked out hating the movie I remember watching. And just thinking and talking. Probably, I'm sure we were talking through the movie. This is just *Dance boot Wolves*. What are they doing? <laughs> it's a I, crappier version. I remember one line from the whole movie, and I guarantee you know what it is: "Fucking Daisy Cutters." <laughs> <laughs> There's some tough chick, and she sees an explosion. <laughs> so, last
1: Samurai though, I gotta say, I gotta say something about this movie. Mm-hmm. All right. The score. Hans Zimmer, he Hans don't Zimmer fuck around. Does not fuck around. Score was incredible.
0: I believe this is our second Hans Zimmer score. Is it? What was the first? I believe he did Gladiator, didn't he?
2: Mm-hmm. Along with Dick and, and Dance. Dance. <laughs> <laughs> I don't remember the score. I'm sorry. I watched the movie like two weeks ago, by the way, so I'm, yeah. I'm maybe a little oh, out of whack he? with this.
0: It's okay, but. It's a good score. Like, when you hear it, like, there's, mm-hmm. there was actually moments where I was, like, actually a little disappointed. But then I think it was, like, maybe the second to third act I started to really, like, get into it. And mm-hmm. I was like, the score kicks ass, man. <laughs> <laughs> it was, what, like, the training montage and all that shit. Mm-hmm. You know, that was when it really started to take over. Yeah. All right, I guess we should get into this. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The movie begins with some narration about how Japan is created by honor.
2: Yes, right. God, The gods dropped the sword and... Yeah. What was it? Like Droplets an fell forge. from the sword right. and
1: they created the islands of and Japan. And it's the British
2: guy talking.
1: Yes. Who pops up later. Yes,
0: it's um, the rat from Harry Potter. Yes, the rat
1: man. <laughs> Sir, Sir Gra- Simon Graham. Yeah, but I yeah. believe... Uh, is that his real name or his character name? That is the character name. Okay. He's Peter Pettigrew to me from it's Harry Peter Potter. Pettigrew. That's what
0: he always will be, the rat man. <laughs> the rat man. <laughs> He
2: kind of looks like a rat.
0: Mm-hmm. That's why they cast him. It great <laughs> casting. Mm-hmm. He also reminds me of the, uh, the our uh, nude man, Metal Guy. Oh, God. The guy that would
1: uh, pop oh, up on
0: a VH1 yeah. always talking about metal.
2: <laughs> I, see,
0: you that
1: can't bring obs- that up. Yeah, and that's we don't so even obscure. know like, his name
2: that we could get people to that's, look this that up. That's so obscure. But Brian is bringing up a joke we used to do when we were teenagers that was, there was, VH1 used to make these document these metal documentaries Mm -hmm. and they'd have commenters on them talking about how metal things were. And there was this British guy on there. And we just for no reason, it makes no sense. No, there was a reason. There was a reason. (laughs) Okay. Because he
1: was he would say like what the most metal thing at that time was and it was always something underwhelming.
2: Yeah, I think it just annoyed me that he saw himself as an authority on this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think we saw ourselves as an authority on this and we didn't necessarily agree with him. <laughs> he, he would be like
1: priest yeah. when they put on that leather cap, change metal right, it was forever. The, the most, and it's like it was the most important moment. Yeah. yeah. And it's like, no, it wasn't. So we should impersonate
2: <laughs> this guy and just have him do gay stuff in our impersonations <laughs> like Jerry Cantrell's <laughs> Nude Beach Barbecue. All of the major Shut players were there out. getting their rocks off. Change the face yeah. of the world. <laughs> <laughs> in each other off in, into the water, into the <laughs> surf. Rob, Alford, Bruce Rob Alfred, Bruce Dickinson, sucking, fucking.
1: <laughs> I, when he came all over the crowd. That so, was metal. <laughs> and it always wasn't metal. It yeah, wasn't metal. Right, because that was that guy's <laughs> <hat> British.
0: <Bruce. laughs> <laughs> you found
1: him? I can find the documentary. It's
0: called VH1's Heavy The Story like, of uh, Metal. Was it's a, a, <laughs> a four part documentary,
2: but I can't that find was the any Canadian guy. Which the Canadian guy made that? I feel that like it was Sean sh- Dunn. Yeah. but I'm sure that guy was interviewed in it. I
1: think it was a bald. I feel like he bald was bald. Guy. I know what he looked. He looked like Phil Collins. Thin glasses, thin <laughs> right. gla- thin rimmed glasses. Yeah. Like, we'll never find this guy. No, I can't. It <laughs> like a, the, the quintessential like actually guy. But right. his accent reminds me of uh, this dude. Right, the okay. British guy. I believe you, bro. That might. That whole thing might be cut out. <laughs> anyway. Anywho, the they're in the old west. Yeah, it's
0: 1876. San Francisco. Mm-hmm. 1876. They are doing a Winchester. Tom ad. is
2: selling Winchesters. Yeah, it's
0: a gun that is winning the west. So 1876,
1: well, mm-hmm. I believe, President you Grant? You missed
2: something. Let's see. You
1: missed, you missed an important thing. Oh. oh. Mm-hmm. Correct me. The beginning is one of the main characters meditating, and he sees something. Oh, you're right. Why are you being cryptic? Just And talk. this is an important... <laughs> I was taking a sip. This was an important... Because I was hoping one of you remembered. This was an important part of the movie because he's meditating. And first off, meditation's boring as fuck, on film and off. Have you meditated? Mm-hmm. You're a meditator. I was forced to. By whom? My teacher. Really? Yeah. We had to meditate to like calm down. In so, class. In class, in elementary school, and in martial arts. That's a lot more fun than what my teacher forced me to do. <laughs> <laughs> um.
2: But yeah. Brian got molested.
1: He got. He got <laughs> it's not molestation if he liked it. <laughs> True.
2: True. <laughs> uh,
1: so he sees um, a blue tiger in the woods. Uh, I thought it was a white tiger. And it's, well, it's like a blue hue. Excuse me. It is a white tiger with a blue hue, and it's like fighting, you know? And he sees like a banner almost. Mm-hmm. And he, he's like, oh, that was weird, you know? Who sees it? Katsumoto? Yeah. Okay. What is that actor's name? Ken Watanabe He's in
0: a bunch of stuff mm-hmm. He is the token Japanese guy For Hollywood Right Yeah At least but he was I think he still is Like oh we need A Japanese guy With like um, uh. Uh, Stature right. And poise Like uh, we gotta get Ken He does command
2: uh, A certain air
0: of him, about he, him. He's a fantastic mm-hmm. actor yeah. Anytime he pops up You're happy to see him mm-hmm. You're never like He's that. like Jean Reno for yeah. the French Yep Ex- Exactly <laughs> Like When those guys pop up You're always like Oh yeah, yeah. Shit's going down French yeah. roast uh, So 1876 Who's president? Grant? I want to say Grant I could be wrong on that I think you got that though It sounds It feels it like It feels right. right The country is undergoing Reconstruction
2: at this time right? That's wrapping up But yeah That's still happening um, It's the Indi- The Indian wars Are the key thing here That's what they want to Focus yeah. on like the, the, it's the gun that's winning the West. He's selling the mm-hmm. Winchester, the repeater, and the he, seventy-three lever-action trapper. Right, and he's a drunk, <laughs> and he's angry at his boss. We don't know why. Billy Connolly's in the audience, and he what? Like he? Oh, he he had the Medal of Honor at Gettysburg. We find out.
0: Yeah, he, he, he's and, a war
2: hero. Right, mm-hmm. he was at Gettysburg, and he's been hunting Indians ever since. And he's now, a warrior. Now he's a drunk washout. And he is
0: haunted, we find out later, but we could talk about it now. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's haunted by his actions at the Battle of Washita River. Am I Does saying? he say that? Uh, that is what it is supposed to be with Custer. Because mm-hmm. that's considered to be one of the biggest massacres in uh, right. in American well, he, history. Oh, this is
2: right after, I remember, yeah. This is right after the Battle of Little Bighorn. The, yes. mo- the movie starts like right after Little mm-hmm. Bighorn yeah. and Billy Connolly is like fresh from the 7th Cavalry. He, he wasn't there. Yeah, he, he was supposed he to be, be there. Dead. He yes. was supposed Tal to be dead. thought he was dead. Yeah. And they, he's there to offer him a new job. Mm-hmm. Right? The uh, yeah. job he seems fit. A man's yeah.
0: job. So <laughs> the Battle of uh, Washita River is the biggest, like, wipeout of the Native Americans up to that point. The Lakota. Yeah, like, Custer was just killing uh, soldiers, women, children, everybody and then there's there's debate as to how brutal it was like some historians say they were deliberately targeting, targeting civilians mm-hmm. and then others don't like there's a lot of conflicting
1: reports Which about is it
2: definitely not out of the ordinary for the time but was the lakota like a savage tribe or the were lakota they are like probably mediocre? the biggest problem for the united states mm-hmm. Uh, definitely around that time. But probably they were the fiercest uh, tribe in all of the Indian wars. It was okay. Them of the Apache. Mm-hmm. It, um, was, it was actually Cheyenne in this attack. Oh, okay. Yeah, well, he brings that up. He says Sue, Cheyenne. Yeah. yeah.
0: So basically he um, he went down Custer and he instigated this attack and he just killed a bunch of people and then did like a withdrawal that was like kind of a shameful one. That like got him a really bad reputation. Custer, Custer, yeah, he lost a lot of respect from this.
2: And of course, we anybody who knows Custer, he's a showman pretty much. You know, he grew his hair long, golden locks, just for the, like so he would be noticed. Paintings, you know, yeah, <laughs> right. Like he, Alexander the Great. He painting. was a celebrity. He was at Gettysburg too. He got some medals there, uh, and then he became the face of the cavalry, pretty much mm-hmm. in this in the eighteen seventies.
0: He also Until, uh, one of, of his one killed. of his stated goals was he always said that a um, hundred years from now I want a controversial video game to be made of me where I will you will play as me and rape uh, Native American women. Did that happen? Yeah, you don't know about this? Oh, was that for Atari? There's an Atari game <laughs> called General Custer's Revenge, <laughs> and like you can look it up online and you play General Custer, and the point of the game is to get native american women and rape them that
2: was a thing that went on in like the 80s and 90s right like you could make these some like people would make <laughs> horrifying fucked up games, video yeah. games <laughs> like i remember i saw this years and years ago you guys might have seen this too there was like a documentary on the history channel about the Klan and like neo-nazis and they focused on this video game called ethnic cleansing Oh, where, I, I like, remember you, that game. You walk around the subways of New York and shoot mm-hmm. Jews. Mm-hmm. Like, do you remember this? Yeah. Uh, anyway, back to the film. Right. So uh, during
1: this, uh, this battle, like when they're killing Indians, is, is, is he using, uh, at a Algren, is he using the gun that he's selling? Is he using the you lever would action? You assume so. Because um, he was really good with it. And apparently they said it, it, it's accurate up to 400 yards, mm-hmm. uh, which to me is, seems a little fake.
2: That, that's way too far, um, I would say. But I did some research. It says about two to three hundred is like that makes sense. The good point. Uh, I know for a fact that during the Civil War, the standard issue was the Spencer rifle for the Union troops, and a lot of them felt that that was not effective enough. Like it's a you know standard one shot musket, that the kind of which you'd see, you know, in wars beforehand. Like American Revolution. Guys. Not that bad, but. It's better. It's rifled. Mm-hmm. It has, um, you know, the mini, uses the Minet ball instead of your, your standard little lead Bullet. ball that you would have seen in, like, the Patriot. But they didn't like those, and a lot of them would use their own money to buy Winchesters and repeating ah. rifles, things like Henry's uh, lever action stuff.
1: Mm-hmm. But yeah. Kill seven or eight Braves without having to reload. Right.
2: And in fact, uh, at the Battle of the Little <laughs> Bighorn... I don't know why we're getting so deep into the Indian stuff. It's a very small part of this movie. It's a huge part <laughs> of this movie.
1: It's a um, massive part of his character. Yeah. yeah. Of his character,
2: sure. But anyway, at the battle, a little big one. They say that the Indians actually outgunned the U.S. troops. They had better weapons. Really? That they had purchased themselves. Yeah. Oh, okay. Pri- privatization. Mm-hmm. It's always yeah.
1: going to be better.
0: <laughs> so anyway, uh, the bad guy, I forget the character's name, villainous American goes to Tom Cruise. And he's like, I want you to go make Japan civilized. Is this guy actually bad? Yes.
2: I don't think so. He's doing a job. I mean, he's been hired Just by the following
0: Meiji. orders is always a yeah, convenient excuse. But what did
2: he do that was so evil? Killed innocent women and children. Oh, with the Indians, sure. But we don't <laughs> see him do that. Yes, you do. That's in the movie. That's like in the movie, we don't see him do Yeah, you that. do. Yeah, you do. We see him... children Kill- has flashbacks of him...
1: Oh, and you're right. He kills kids. They right. literally invade a village with no men. They just right. kill women and children. And Tom Cruise tries to stop him. <laughs> he tries to stop him. He's like, they didn't. Do, they had nothing to do with this. They're peaceful. Mm-hmm. And he's like, no, we're killing them. And they just, jeez. <laughs> oh,
0: that, that's yeah, why, he's evil. That's why Tom Cruise says, you know, I'll kill whoever you want for money, but I'll kill you for free. Mm-hmm. Right. Yes. He hates him. Yeah.
2: He says Jappos. Want me to kill Jappos? I'll kill Jappos. Right. Yeah. yeah he's. he's... <laughs> Yeah, so they're having a meeting down the block at the restaurant with the Japanese, uh, I guess, their ambassadors. Mr. Amora, yeah, who mm. is the quintessential Japanese industrious, industrialist of the 1870s. My favorite character in the movie. He's great. <laughs> I love him. Um, He's your favorite? <laughs> I love
0: this guy,
3: yeah. <laughs> he
2: is the embodiment of what Japan is becoming because the Japan we're going to see as the movie progresses is kind of like the version zero of the Japan that will eventually bomb Pearl Harbor. You yeah. know, like we're getting the beta version mm-hmm. of that. They're turning into that, and he's the face of that. Mm-hmm. If they're Pokemon, let's say, he's like a Bulbasaur. <laughs> right. And <laughs> they're going the to become yes, a... the the Midway uh, Venusaur. All right.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so he says at this meeting that they have to kill the rebel group, which is Samurai yes which is led by Katsumoto
2: Moritsugu do they do they get into that right there
1: mm-hmm. they
2: say his they name they say
1: it's Katsumoto and he says he's mm-hmm. a samurai and that's the guy you got to kill and they
0: clearly like they're not they're not beating around the bush like they're saying it very early samurai native americans they're like Clearly comparing the two yeah. of them yes. very early, oh, yes. like they're not they're not beating around the bush with mm-hmm. it. They're like, look, we we don't right. need the metaphors. The march of
2: civilization and modernism is going to stomp these tribal types yes. into the dust.
0: It's like you can't fight
2: progress. How right.
1: how long was the trip that he took from California to Japan at that time?
2: You went by boat. That's got to be like a week. You right? assume it's like a, at least two weeks or something Oof. like that. And boy, it's not a sailing ship tired. though. Um, what, should, what no. I going to say? What do you mean, it's not I, a I guess we shit? should talk about what's happening here as far as um, the why the Japanese... Yeah, we got to talk about the Meiji, the Meiji Restoration. Yeah, maybe. I wanted to get into bit, that. Yeah. Okay. Because this is based off a of real person. Oh, totally. Mm-hmm. So, the Meiji is the new emperor. He had become emperor at the age of 15. And he is... Well, we have to talk about how he became emperor. Yeah, I guess I guess we got to go way back for this one. Yeah, because we're going deep.
0: We're going deep. This one requires a lot because, like, even like I was, I've seen this movie a million times, but I guess I never really thought about why this is happening. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And like after I saw this, because we're doing the show, I was like, like I like I understand they're stomping Mm -hmm. out the civilization, but why? And like, why is this guy still loyal? And like. I looked into it more.
2: Right. Uh, Context s- is king, obviously. So,
0: the, s- the Boshin Wars or Boshin Wars?
2: I think we got to go back further than that. Okay, let's go. Um, uh, Japan. Much in ancient like the, Japan. Much like the rest of Asia, <laughs> did not modernize, did not have a renaissance. These are people that They're isolationists. are getting mm-hmm. railroaded by Europeans, right? Japan sees this, they see what has happened in China. We talked about the Opium Wars before yes. on this show. Did we, officially? I, th- I think we did. Yeah. Uh, okay, okay. Uh, that had just happened. And Japan sees this and says, I don't want this to happen to me. So, quick history lesson about Japan. Way back in, like, the 1400s, the Portuguese come. And they bring two things, Christianity and guns. And guns are the more important of the two. Because mm. guns are going to change the game. And the Japanese are going to be quick to adopt them and make their own. But they don't really advance the technologies too far. So when in the 19th century they start running into more and more and more Europeans, they're using flintlocks... You know, from the 1400s and swords and arrows and things like that.
0: And it's really Marco Polo who kind of kickstarts this need for them to change, right? Because doesn't he basically show up with a bunch of boats? Not Marco Polo. Matthew Perry. Matthew Perry, I'm sorry. Uh, Marco Polo. Uh, They're both MP. (laughs) They're they're both MP. Way before. What is he talking about? (laughs) I meant Matthew Perry. Um, He basically shows up at a certain point and is like. So, uh,
2: the Genpei War. This is way before. The um, warlords defeat the emperor, and this makes the emperor very weak. He's a figurehead at this point, and the country's kind of run by um, these daimyos. These are like local warlords, and the biggest one is the shogun. The shogun is like the real emperor. He's the real Would you consider it like like a, a more advanced version of a gang? Kind, kind of, of. Like, it's it, everyone always compares it to european feudalism but i don't think it is it's kind of like its own thing i don't mm-hmm. i don't really think it has an equal uh, the samurai of course are integral to all of this they're like knights you know if you're going to compare them to europeans yeah. they're the warrior class they have a lot of status they are feared by everyone but they work for these daimyo's and the
0: daimyo's and, are the bosses they're the and muscle and above
2: them is the shogun and the most important shogun is tokugawa who wins the Battle of Sekigahara, ending this, like, civil war period, uh, was just called the Sengoku. And for about 200 years, they have this Tokugawa shogunate, which is sort of peaceful, but, you know, they fight the, each other. There's little conflicts. You have conflicts. these clans, yeah. yeah. Anyway, Matthew Perry comes
0: along. 1853. And he hadn't done Friends yet. He was, like, about 150 years away from starring on Friends. Right, Yeah, as, Ch- as Chandler Bing that we all know and love. <laughs> it's the same guy. And I gotta say, he looked great for his age.
2: But, yeah, mm-hmm. so Matthew Perry forces... Well, why does he do it? The United States notices that Japan is full of coal and is full of whales and stuff. They're interested in doing commerce. Unlike the regular European colonialism-type stuff where they just take over places, the... Americans don't want to take over the place, but they do want rights. They want business rights in the area.
0: For the most part, as far as like imperialist countries go, we were never really as brutal as like the Europeans.
2: 1898 is really the only time we made a real go at that, and that was the Spanish American War Mm -hmm. and like forming colonies and taking over lands.
0: Yeah, but we never really went like, you know, we didn't go to like Bolivia and like. It's
2: against, on paper at least, the American ethos to have colonies. Yeah. You know? Perry wants the place opened up. He comes with gunboats, forces it open, and he forces the shogun into these horrible unequal treaties where the Japanese just get fucked over. This pisses off the samurai and the shogun, the other daimyos. So they're like, well, the tokugawa is looking pretty weak. Let's overthrow him. And this is the boshi war or whatever. Or boshin or boshin? The boshin war. Hmm. Let's talk about that. It is mostly based out of Satsuma which is in southern Japan, which is a place we're going to be talking about a lot co- going forward, they're backed up by the French and the British, right? Western powers? I mean, did you guys read this too, or am I the I only did, one? I did I, <laughs> did. I think you might be the only I, one here. No, I,
0: I did read it. I, I read it briefly, though. I didn't get into it. Long long story
1: yeah, I wanted to mainly focus on the guy that Katsumoto is based off of. Well, That's later.
2: Long story short, the rebels dethrone the Shogun... And in its place, they re-empower uh, the emperor. Yes, who mm-hmm. is the... Meiji. Meiji. Who is 15 years old. Yes. <laughs> now, by re- they say re-empower the emperor. But what they've really done is put themselves in charge with him, you know, celebrating. Exactly. Right? You're, yeah, yeah, you're in charge. Yeah, exactly. You're mm-hmm. our puppet pulling the strings. Right. And this is when they begin to transform themselves into this modern state, this industrialized state, and this state that's run... By a kind of military-industrial cabal, version zero of what happens at Pearl Harbor. You know, it's it's this is this is the 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 birth of that. You know,
0: it's kind of you have capitalism really kind of running the show.
2: They wanted to they they did it under this thing um, they called it Shōnjin, I believe. Uh, Sogo Joy, Sogo Joy, which is. Western technology, Japanese spirit. That's kind of like the ethos of them. And that would be replaced by Western spirit, Western technology, which is what the movie's about. Right? The guys that couldn't go along with that, they hated that,
0: they got to rebel. This is the end for us. You know, we've went as far. And this is called the Setsuma Rebellion. Yes. Which is what the movie is. Mm -hmm. Right. And that is basically the last of the samurai mm-hmm. fighting this
2: overwhelming complete tide. destruction of their former culture. Yes, but they're like Japan is unique; no other country has ever done this. You know, fought off colonialism by becoming what's killing them. Yes, you know They've, they they. Mm-hmm. So what we're seeing in the at this point in the movie where we're starting is Japan has sent envoys all over the world. And they are bringing back people that know how to do jobs that are going to modernize their country. So you have American warriors, you know, German soldiers. French, uh, British. British industrialists, technology people. They're going out, they're learning, they're bringing it back to Japan and making Japan stronger and more modern.
0: And it's a genius thing to do. Yes. Like, as far as, like, building your country, it's like, they they assessed what is happening everywhere Mm -hmm. else. And they're like, well, we can you know sell resources land like offer assistance and
2: we can become stronger in it's like japan took what took the rest of the world hundreds of years two three hundred years and condensed it into about 20 yeah you know so a person born in say 1840 by the time they're 20 years old 30 years old the world is a completely different place than when they started
0: Oh, yeah. They, like, they the Japan they grew up with... Is dead. They cannot recognize it. And yes. they show that in the movie in, mm-hmm. like, one shot, which I want to talk about later. Mm-hmm. But should we talk now about the real guy? Yeah. Sure. So, so there's kind of two guys that he's based on. Uh, the main guy is Saigo Takamori. Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's the main guy. And the other guy, uh, let me get his name, is Enemoto Takiaki. Takeyaki? I don't know.
1: Takamori is the real dude. Takamori is the guy. He's the guy. They both are. No, um, no, no. Ta- Takamori is the quintessential samurai. Like, when the Japanese people would talk about samurai, he's the guy they would speak about as being the the samurai to remember forever, basically. But I think they did that after the fact. Well, during his life. During his life, he was like the guy. He, he was the main guy because
0: he was leading the charge mm-hmm. of like what was happening. Holding but it was really values. it was really that after he died, you had a lot of people in Japan being like, "We like this guy because he mm-hmm. embodied what we were and what you we want him. to see ourselves." Exactly, mm-hmm. like these these noble people. Right. Dying for a cause, he reached and, legend status, and the emperor had to give him a post uh, posthumous, but posthumous, thank you, mm-hmm. uh, pardon in order to right. appease the people. But let, which let, is what helped venerate let's him. Let's talk
2: about that for a minute. I think there's a little more cynical way you can view this, and I think it's probably the more accurate one because the propaganda that would come after his death really had a lot to gain by venerating him. You know. He's one of the guys that overthrows the Tokugawa shogunate. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And the movie makes a big point of saying he no longer dishonors himself by using guns and stuff. Yeah. That's all bullshit. Mm -hmm. You know, these guys have no qualms about using modern things. They're not these noble savages. They're regular people. They are really... What they're really rebelling against is not... Well, yes, in some cases, tradition's changing. It's also they're losing their status as as a privileged class because there's no need for the samurai. Once the emperor is regained and modernism happens, you have a new conscription army, which we see in the movie. The samurai no longer matter. You don't need these warrior people that do nothing but fight their whole lives and and train because you can teach a guy to shoot a gun in a few days. Yeah, you you have boot camp for three months, you're good to go. So now you have this dangerous warrior class that's now obsolete, they have to go if the, the, the it'd be like allow you know america gets a lot of grief for what happened with the indians as they should but you couldn't have the modern society we have if there were still plains indians running around shooting buffalo when where people need to be farming you know it it's just the sad state of it's, the world you can't stop progress as you said yes earlier.
0: progress like Um, Like, I've said it before with things, you know, as far as modern America, eventually we're going to see a point where certain things become obsolete. And they have to go. And they have to go. And it's just going to happen. Right. You know? Mm -hmm. And it's things I like, too. Right. (laughs) Um, Like what? Movie theaters. (laughs) 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 Like, I I love them, but it's clear they're going to be obsolete, Right. right?
2: So Takumori has a plan for the samurai, believe it or not. He wants to have them invade Korea. Uh, and just take it as a colony. And it was going to happen for a little while. Because he he's an important guy. He has a seat on like various councils and stuff. But the emperor shoots it down. So it doesn't happen. And when that happens, there's nothing left for the samurai to do. So his message of kind of preserving what they are gains a lot of traction with certain people. And they
0: kind of depict this in the movie. In <coughs> the scene when he is at the table with all the people and he leaves... Mm-hmm. That is kind of what happened in real life. Obviously, it's earlier cuz it kind right. of is what started the rebellion, but he was at the table with all these people and like he wanted to do something. I can't remember exactly what it is, and he got pissed and left. Mm-hmm. And he he was fighting with uh Omahawa, the main Amora. Oh, Amora, the main uh, you know. Oh, you mean uh, industrialist.
1: He he goes back to offer the emperor his sword. Yes. No, but in talking re- I'm talking
0: about in real life. It no, wasn't- but I'm
1: saying you're talking about that scene. Yeah, in yeah. that scene, but he wasn't offering his sword there. Mm. Mm.
2: So I guess we should get back to the movie. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I think we've given enough detail on the people, right. yeah. and
0: the,
1: the players. So yeah. uh, there's one player we we didn't mention that is actually uh, based off a real person. Who's that? Tom Cruise or Tom Cruise is slightly based off a real person. Yeah, yeah. I figured we would kind of get him at the end, but okay. We no, there's another one. Oh, who? There's
2: another one. Yeah. Uh, the British diplomat, Sir Ernest Sato. But we didn't get to Japan yet. We're still sitting in the restaurant in yeah. San Francisco. Tom Cruise accepts the deal. They go to Japan. Now with it, yeah, go. The next <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: so he meets with the British diplomat or slash translator at this guy at this point, uh, Simon Graham, and he's based. That's the character off, name. That's the character name. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Based off the British diplomat rat Sir man. Ernest Satow, the Ratman. Oh, we're being Rat Man now. <laughs> okay. The Rat Man. You're the Rat man. <laughs> and in the, the movie this guy is like just studying Japanese he is he might He's be like the second biggest weeb outside of Tom Cruise in this movie I saw, I saw someone make a joke on Letterboxd that said this movie shouldn't
0: be called The Last Samurai it should be called The First Weeb and I was like that's a great joke I wish
1: i thought of it so my uh, my titles of each my, my notes it actually says The Last Samurai but the first true weeb and I didn't even know that was a joke made yeah. before yeah. but it's so easy The First Weeb yeah uh, I didn't look much up about Sir Ernest Sateau I think he was just a diplomat there at the time who actually witnessed this stuff happening so I think a lot of the documentary at least in English I like came from the him.
2: way they use his character for exposition mm-hmm. like he explains he kind of gives the backstory of what the Meiji Restoration is yes. very quick <laughs> much quicker than we did um, <laughs> take a note from him you know. Know. if you're listening to this we assume you want to know right. about history right so uh, I, lo- I love what he does uh, he's like yeah if he bows you bow lower you yep. know Um, Funny, if I was the emperor, I'd be fucking with people, and
0: I'd be, like, getting on the floor to bow and, like, (laughs) see how low they could get. (laughs) You know know,
2: um, what I found kind of interesting about this movie and the way it's portrayed and stuff? Like, the emperor has meetings with the foreigners, you know? Yeah. They meet him. Uh, But it's an honor. Yes, he talks with his council and stuff. Compare that to Hirohito, you know, 70 years later. Mm -hmm the general public has never even heard him speak.
0: Well, that's the shame Mm -hmm. of like Japan when he has to speak.
2: Well, it's, it's part of the restoration is the emperor now becomes this god figure. -hmm. You know, and this is—it's just starting at this point, whereas it's completely metastasized later on.
0: Now, the original emperor, right? It's believed that he's a god, like ancient, ancient Japan, pre-Shogunate. Yes, is this guy part of that bloodline, or do they find Meiji? They'll
2: find. They'll do mental gymnastics to say he is, no matter what. Okay, you know. I just wasn't sure if he was that bloodline or not. We're talking a thousand years, two thousand years. Yeah what are we doing we're lost cut this no, out. I'm talking, no that we weren't lost at all yeah. no um, I
1: think we were we mentioned the the diplomat who is the translator yeah. kind of and then he meets with the guys right well Tom Cruise has a meeting with the emperor right yes has a meeting with the emperor and the general who has a fantastic stash now as you know I have a firm stance on this which will come into multiple episodes later that you never ever trust a mu- a man who has just a mustache don't do it so you it's you never found a me full yet. beard. full beard is okay. M- mixture, goatee,
2: anything. But if you just have the stash, what is this line of thinking? Where do you get this? It's just uh, look at evil people, they always have a stash. You mean like mustache-twirling top hat wearing, tying, mm-hmm. tying mm-hmm. Danzels mm-hmm. to the railroad tracks?
0: I mean, he's. I'm sure he's also thinking of your toothbrush-mustached uh, men as yeah. well. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Oh. Uh-huh. uh-huh.
2: Charlie Chaplin, that piece of shit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, Michael Jordan. Yeah. <laughs> Why does Michael Jordan have a Hitler mustache? I think he got rid of it. Because he's evil.
1: <laughs> I guarantee you it's going to come out that he has a couple of things in that closet. Watch. That
0: was actually his version from the
1: Mirror Universe. Ah, okay.
0: <laughs> uh, so now we get to, we'll just cut to the training sequence. Where Great scene. Where they're oh, training yeah. the Japanese army in what to do and they want to send them into battle right away and Tom Cruise says they're not ready they're not ready Mm -hmm. and he stands in front and he demands that the guy this Japanese him. guy shoot him. <laughs>
1: Ute, Ute! And he's shooting at the poor guy. That scene is incredible. It's Inform so good. him that
2: I will kill him if he doesn't. It's kill
1: so, him. it's so good. <laughs> and and that's where I think the uh, the score comes into play really well early on because mm-hmm. the guy like the J- scared Japanese farmer shoots and misses, and you hear like this little Japanese jingle like doo doo, and and Tom Cruise just looks down in like shame, like he knows he's dead. He knows a lot of people who are gonna die right now. Mm-hmm.
0: But you know what's funny? Could you ever have enough confidence in anything that you would <laughs> get up there with a the guy pointing the gun and say, <laughs>
2: shoot me! He <laughs> didn't care if he died, though. Well, that's Well, that's why. putting yeah. him out of his right. misery. He yeah. hates yeah. himself. The, was yeah. this one of
1: the earlier films that like, did a really good job of representing PTSD?
2: Is it me? or? I'm sure it's been done before. but It's they possible. Possibly. It is, I agree it is a good... Uh, they handle it well. They handle yes. it well, yeah. And he's also an alcoholic. And that is, comes off, mm-hmm. too. But yeah, so they have this this cool training scene where it's kind of like a boot camp for them. Um, but the conscript army is now forced into battle with the samurai way too soon. And what happens? Mm-hmm. So they go and the samurai
0: come out of the fog... And they have to look like demons, right? Because you're Tom oh, Cruise, yeah. and you've heard of them, mm-hmm. but now you just see in the fog, and they got these weird ornate head things with yeah. like snakes mm-hmm. and dragons. It's yeah. like, what the fuck it's am cool I fighting? This is such a cool scene. Oh, yeah. oh them coming out of the yeah. fog, yeah. And
1: it it shows that the samurai tactics are more advanced than what they were expecting too. because as the the conscripts are retreating, they get stabbed by like. It shows
2: the technology Teichman. isn't everything. Uh-huh. Obviously, the samurai are outgunned. Um, the samurai in this movie. Are kind of like I, I I said this to Brian the other day. We we were kind of talking about the movie when we shouldn't have because we should have saved it for the show. You motherfucker. It know, was brief. It was I brief. <laughs> but I, I kind of said that the samurai in this movie are the later Japanese propaganda version of samurai. You know, it's Agreed. like they're these mm-hmm. holier than thou warrior monks essentially. And uh, you know? not, not in well, this scene though. Well, they don't use guns. No, no, no. In they this don't. scene,
1: it's, they're very violent. They're killing innocent people who are just well, like— Well, it's a war. Yeah, right. it's a war. But, yeah. like, they're brutal. So mm-hmm.
0: there's a famous Japanese film critic who saw this movie, mm-hmm. and he said, this is the best American depiction of Japanese culture. And he's like, I think that hm. they did a great job handling the samurai. However, like, it's not too accurate because we actually mostly view them as almost like mafia thugs. He's yeah. like— He's like, that's like Mm. what they really were in reality. And he's like,
2: this takes the most noble aspects. Aspects. Right. Mm. It cherry picks it. Which, you know, you're making a movie. Right.
3: Yeah.
2: Uh, There's stories out there of like, I'm talking like the Middle Ages, of like villagers being terrified when samurai would come to town because if you look at them the wrong way they chop your head off you know if you're a farmer (laughs) and they're They're allowed to because that's that's what comes that's some of the privileges of their station you know they are above you it's a shame type culture like, they, the samurai are above the peasants, therefore they can do whatever the fuck they want to the peasants, mm-hmm. you know? And that's, why, that's
0: why you get those, like,
2: Kurosawa movies, you know, right, seven, seven Samurai, samurai. Right.
0: you know, so you have samurai, good samurai standing up to bad samurai, Yojimbo, yes. Sanjuro, shit mm-hmm, like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, I do want to give one quick shout-out to John Toll, the cinematographer on this movie, because oh, the movie looks beautiful. Beautiful. Yeah. Like, especially this scene aspect. with the fog, mm-hmm. and, oh, like, yeah. I, like he is a cheat code because some of the silhouette shots that they use throughout the movie are gorgeous mm-hmm. and silhouette shots always 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 look fucking amazing like you right? said before
1: that silhouette of them on the horseback with the horns and you're just mm-hmm. sitting there like oh shit that, that's like actually pretty scary right. like you see the those drawings and they're always like 2D and cartoonish and then when you actually see the, them armored up it's like oh that's that's intimidating yeah, the dudes get mowed down by beetle boys but <laughs> let's be honest they still suck compared to an American captain because he takes out like seven
2: of them well these right? Right? they're <laughs> also hardened warriors you know yeah, yeah it's it's it's. you have these these new conscripts who've never been in a fight before they're terrified mm-hmm. But among them are these Americans who have been fighting for decades. Yeah. They know how to fight. They're yeah. not scared of these guys. You know? They will fight. That's Billy Connolly and Tom Cruise. Yeah, yeah, right? yeah, yeah. And course, Tom yeah. Cruise
1: just kicks so much Tom ass. He Cruz kicks so much ass. It. How many he, he has to kill at least it. like ten dudes. That's right? what I mean. Right. He kills like seven samurai.
2: <laughs> he just kills them all. <laughs> and then he gets surrounded yeah. and but he just fights them yeah. with a flagpole.
0: Which is I was I was getting shades of the Patriot there, Were you guys as he's using the flag like because no, yeah, uh. Mel Gibson
2: stabbed a horse yeah.
0: <laughs>
2: <laughs>
0: maybe maybe it was a little and bit, then he man. kills a guy
2: in red armor well in he, he cool kind of has a one-on-one fight with him mm-hmm. yeah and everybody stops and watches like like the the guy in the armor is almost like this one's mine you're missing the ethereal
1: part again Okay. You're missing the ethereal part. Katsumoto looks at him fighting with the flagpole, and it has the tiger on oh. it from his meditation, which is why he kept him oh alive. Man,
2: you're mad right. I missed that whole aspect.
1: That's why he kept him alive. Otherwise, he wouldn't have kept him right. alive. But because he was meditating and saw it, he was like, this guy has a role to play in my destiny. I need to keep him alive. Mm. Yeah, you're right. Which is which is one of the things that I kind of disliked about it. It had
2: magic. There was a little bit <laughs> of magic. You know what I mean? yeah. So...
1: Um, I don't have a problem with that, though, you
2: know.
0: It's a little, like, religious belief, you know? Yeah, there's, yeah.
2: there's aspects of that in real life, you know? I guess, yeah. People you have, that. you know, at least they, they, whether they, whether you believe it or I believe it, if, if, if they believe it, then it's real to them, you know? Well, of course, yeah.
0: Like pro wrestling, it's still real to me, damn it. There you go.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, they capture them, Right. Uh, yeah. And they, s-
0: then we see someone. Well, he kills the guy in the red arm.
1: Se- kills the guy in the red arm. We also armor.
0: see someone Tom Cruise witnesses someone committing sepaku. Yes. Which,
1: can we discuss sepuku like kinda like a little bit? Because it's it's a stupid thing. Do you prefer sepuku or Howdy Cowdy? Mm, seppuku, I think. I, prefer, is, I, think ha- it's I better... prefer Harry Carey. Hi. <laughs> <laughs> Would you eat the moon if it was made <laughs> of cheese? <laughs> <riffs? laughs> it's not rocket science. It's a simple Just answer, question, we'll Doctor. Just say yes. We'll move on. <laughs> um, <laughs> a little bit of sad I life for you. Uh, no, uh, Seppuku. It's nonsensical. It's a nonsensical practice. Why are you doing this? To you, it's ve- it's very <laughs>
0: Klingon. You know, like it's yeah, like, yeah. it's like I have dishonored myself by losing. Mm-hmm. now I must die right
2: one of I our friends trouble,
1: one of our yes. friends actually has to commit seppuku because well, of you Steve well yeah and I, and, uh, I have to be as honorific so if, yes. if for those who don't know because there are people who don't know what seppuku is like you said when you lose a battle uh, the person who lost who is disgraced has to kneel down and take a clean dagger and s- put it into their stomach and cut their s- go like in a sideways motion and their guts have to fall out you're not gonna die fast you're not gonna die fast but if you don't continue the cut, let's say you stall in, in pain and in disgrace, your honorific has to cut your head off with their sword instantly, which is what we see. So if he actually went all the way through, I don't think they would have cut his head off.
0: I think they would anyway because once you've done it, right. it's them just helping you along rather than mm-hmm. making you suffer. You're right. going to mm-hmm. die.
2: Well, you're disgraced. That's the thing. You, you should suffer. But you, your, your redemption is the act of doing this. Yes. You're no longer disgraced once you've, you've killed. It. You've mm-hmm.
0: killed yourself. Let's speed it up for you. Right. There's no need for you it. to suffer.
1: <laughs> Maybe that, yeah. I, I I always assumed that, like, you had to go all the way through, right. and you, you were supposed to suffer. Like, the, that was the
2: point. The ritual is not punishment, you know? it's no. It's your own redemption. It's you, say, like, taking responsibility for what has happened, mm. and, you know, it's regaining your it's own. Like a, yeah. It's like a deathbed prayer. Right. You, you know, just you're got forgiven. A lot of, yeah, you got a lot of people killed. You have to die with them. Kind of thing. She, yeah, yeah, sure. Um, but yeah, Katsumoto removes the general in charge of this operation's head. Rest in peace, Stash. Which,
0: which seems like a successful operation. Uh, what do you mean? They lost. Oh, he mo- he removed an Americans, right? No,
2: the Japanese general. The Japanese general. Oh, the
0: Japanese general. Who was I'm also sorry. a they samurai. They lose the battle. Yeah. The samurai win the battle. For some reason, I had... I thought of him killing a samurai he, he is, is a samurai, samurai. Yeah, he's an ex-samurai yeah, yeah. yeah. right and he that's is.
2: Why- he's a samurai who has moved on with the time yes yeah. and that's
0: why tom cruise is disgusted because he's like you, you cut the head off a captured
3: right dude. tom
2: doesn't understand what yes. is going on um, much like myself yeah <laughs> it is not a western thing it's whatsoever not- <laughs> this is very much you know in ancient japan
0: uh. <laughs> so Tom Cruise is captured and my next note is what is the samurai's goal which I think we've discussed right like what are they hoping to ultimately in achieve this, in
1: this movie or in the in real world both in the movie it's, the it's, it's to hold on to their traditions because they in Katsumoto says that they're selling out Japan to the industrialists other countries and they're becoming whores mm-hmm. and he wants to stop that right And if he can get enough of people to realize that, and that's why he lays down his arms, because he's like, we're not going to use foreign arms, we're going to use our own stuff. They see
2: the new way of doing things as a betrayal Mm -hmm. of themselves. Mm -hmm. Um, I think they know it's a doomed cause. They know they can't win, right? But they do try to. In reality, before they have the big climactic battle, which the end of the movie portrays, they actually besiege a castle. Yes. And they Mm -hmm. lose a lot of time doing that. And I think what they wanted to do was kind of hold up in there and draw this out as long as humanly possible. And I, you have to assume that they're, they're looking for a political solution, not a military one. You know, they want some sort of dispensation to be made for the samurai class.
0: Maybe a deal made where they get certain right,
2: positions. they to exist and do their thing. I don't know exactly what they want. I don't think they know exactly what they want. It's... Yeah. But...
0: It's like the Native Americans. What would what was their ultimate goal? I guess to just be left alone. To just alone. live. Yeah. Just, right? Just, just like, you know, uh, preserve their way of life. And progress right. will not let that happen. Mm-hmm.
1: And rightfully so, because if you let the samurai live, it's like you said, there's going to be people just walking around lopping heads off. How are you going to actually run a society successful like that? Exactly.
2: This is the first time, uh, we should point this out, that Japan had ever been unified. You yeah. know? Well, that uh, that was the emperor's dream,
1: right? To right. have a unified Japan in the movie and in mm-hmm. real life.
2: Yes. And if you're gonna have a stable functioning civilization, they they're not compatible with it. You mm-hmm. know? They're a medieval thing. Well how long have the daimyos been fighting? Like thousands of years? A hundred hundreds. You know, the 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 daimyos They've always existed. You know, you have ebbs and flows where the daimyos are more powerful than the emperor. Sometimes the emperor is more powerful than them. Mm-hmm. But there's never been a centralized state where everyone is. An- like, you always had. Nobody answered, to so just, like, the, the emperor. One guy, one yeah, you yeah. know? Or
1: one body. One emperor. It's you know? like the
0: unification of Italy or sure. Germany. Manif- you know, Manif- you, Manif-
1: you have
2: these little right. factions. It's and just- instead of them being separate countries, they're separate, you know, cities run by a god. Yeah. You know, and right. that guy has power in that region.
1: I kind of agree with the Japanese. It sounds closer to like the Russian mafia than uh, than anything. Oh, you mean uh, viewing the samurai as mm-hmm. kind of thugs? As, as yeah. Because like one thug, will, it, like one mafia in Russia will control like the train, or one will right. control the yeah. shipyard, one will control a town. It's in the, the same thing. Yeah, it's the same thing, right? Mm. Like at least the closest to it.
2: So, anyway, now that Tom Cruise is captured. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He gets he's, taken he's, back to Kyoto. He's fucked village. up, yeah. <laughs> and he is forced to live with the sister. We find that out, yes. yeah. And uh, he screams Sasaki over and over. She's again. hot. Yeah, he wants to drink. She's hot. I'll say it.
0: The, the, <laughs> yeah, wasn't I'll secret. die on this hill. <laughs> the treatment of prisoners in this movie is a lot better than Japan's going to treat prisoners in the next, <laughs> <laughs> in the next century. Because yeah. they give you a hot Japanese girl to take care of you that, that is going to fall in love with you. You get nice pajamas. You get to roam around freely. Right. You get as much sake as you want, apparently, too. Well, no, they they make him go dry. He gets the DTs. Well, no,
1: well, but he was drinking sake like a lot when he first got there, just because he was in, he him. was in pain. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She took
2: it away from him, and I, and I think he eventually tried to get off it himself. Did he, he? Did
1: he? Did right? I wanted sake when he was yelling, and I, I bought mm-hmm. a bottle of sake for myself. I don't think
2: like in past viewings of this movie, I don't think I ever realized um, what a role his detox played in the movie. Yes. Oh yeah. It, it, yeah. I always just like yeah, he's yelling for sake, and then I never thought about it again. But there's like this whole thing about him getting off the booze. Mm-hmm.
0: Well, he it's like the clarity of mind, right? Mm-hmm. Like, alcohol, yeah. your mind right. is all fuzzy. It's the metaphor of him becoming right. who he is. This he's was unable like,
2: to have a civil conversation with Gatsumoto the yeah. first time they meet up. Yeah. yeah. Yes. And then once he kind of comes in, he gets that clarity of mind, he's able to finally be a human being again. Mm-hmm. Yes. This is very much so like a 17th century
1: 12-step program in Japan. 19th, but yes. 19th, excuse me, yeah. <laughs> like, it's... Yeah, he 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 has like a religious experience, kind of right, and gets clean. And when when uh when you see these these little like religious sections of the town, right, like the Shinto shrines, the Shinto and stuff. shrines where they're they're chanting, I've always wondered, like, is that chanting similar to how Christians like sing? Are they I singing something? I don't know something? enough
2: about Shinto to even comment on that. It's more like
0: the Who's
1: when they're like, Bahudori. yeah, that.
2: Mm. <laughs> Sing around a tree, yeah,
1: <laughs> holding hands. <laughs> I really, I, I hope like if if somebody listens to this and knows and would like to comment about that, that would I, be fantastic.
2: I mean, as far as Shinto goes, what I know about it is it's has an aspect of ancestor worship to it. Mm-hmm. Um, but there are gods.
0: There's like tree spirits and things like yeah, that. And um, I know Mr. Garrison comes around on Christmas and he, he screams like at you. He yeah, Because <laughs> all they do is bake a cake, he claims. All
2: they do is eat a cake. <laughs> so, well.
0: uh, so then we get to the beat down in rain scene, which I love, where he has the wooden sword and he goes up against my second favorite character in the movie. I forget the the tough dude, guy. The tough guy. <laughs> the They're so cliche.
1: The samurai group that walk around the town is so cliche. <laughs> One guy specifically. It's the big guy. Yeah, the tough the guy. The big guy that no like there's a tough no no, the tough guy's small. The big guy who just if he if was in English, he would just talk like this. <laughs> like nobody talks like that why are you why are you doing this why are you doing this nobody talks like that
2: we should should mention so we have this long part of the movie that starts here where he's in the village with them and he's learning their ways he's learning their the dances
0: with wolves the avatar the fern gully thing and the
1: little kids got balls they just they they like stick their tongues out
2: at him and they they make fun of him. Well, what is he going to do? <laughs> Cuz he's, he's trapped. trapped. Yeah, he's yeah. trapped. Yeah. He's trapped. Winter is coming. He's not going to be able to go anywhere. So he's in their village and he keeps going and having these conversations with Katsumoto and they learn to they learn each other's ways. Katsumoto takes his books, his uh, his diary and stuff.
0: Yes, and he reads about Custer.
2: They're the same person.
1: Yeah. That's they're the same person. That's the thing. Because Katsumoto says I just want to know my enemy. Mm-hmm. And just like he was reading the, samurai, was reading about books the samurai, before, samurai. Right. He wants to learn his enemy, it's the same exact thing. Mm-hmm. They're both warriors.
0: Yeah, they're the same. You know, yeah. they learn about Custer. I we like this
1: Custer. <laughs>
0: <laughs> we get that awesome scene where he picks up the wooden sword and he fights the dude and he is just getting his ass kicked. Right. And he will not give up. Right. And you could tell the guy kind of respects him. Respect him for that. But he's like, I have to just beat the shit out of you. Yeah. And he whoops Tom Cruise's ass.
1: And he, he's being followed around by this, uh, I guess, guard who's making sure he doesn't mess around. He calls him Bob. And he calls him Bob. Bob rules. I like Bob. Bob Bob's a good guy. Bob is cool.
2: <laughs> Bob gives his life for him later. Bob right? gives his life for him, which right, we'll yeah. get into because uh, spoiler that's alert. that's like
1: one of the saddest moments of my life, really. Um. And <laughs> uh, then he seems like he goes from learning the culture...
2: To slowly integrating well, it, in, he starts it. training with them. Because he starts right? training, he gets caught in a knee bar.
1: Yeah, by a tough guy.
2: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and he finds out that the woman who's uh, hosting him is in fact Kotsumo, Not only Katsumo's sister, but the wife of the guy he killed. That's so fu- that That's like so uncomfortable. Sure. Yeah. Oh my god. And the he's gotten a liking for these two little kids in the house mm-hmm. who he's murdered their father. Yeah. They don't know that, if I'm not mistaken. They do. They. Do they? Yeah, they do. The one kid does. I don't know if the other kid really the, does. The, the older one does. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Right. And, and as he gains a fondness for these people, uh, he begins to, I think, feel less like a prisoner and more like uh, one of them. And as time goes she, and on.
0: And she accepts the apology. Yeah. They play baseball. Right. But we're skipping
2: yeah. ahead. There's all. I think the moment where the real turn happens, at least in their eyes and probably in his, is the ninja scene.
0: Well no, the ninja scene he, he was already he integrated. He was already integrated. Like yeah. like his training is complete. There's the silhouette shot. Sheet. They
2: truly trust him after that.
0: After that, yeah.
1: The training the, the thing the pivotal point was the rain scene. They realize that we're gonna beat this guy down nonstop, nonstop, nonstop. Mm-hmm. And he's just gonna keep getting up. He has something in him to keep getting up. Mm-hmm. He just is misguided. And if you remember, the what's his name? I don't remember, the long haired guy with the bone arrow the son the son Katsumoto's son Katsumoto's son tells him like no mind like you're thinking about too much and that's when he starts progressing into right Tra- he's giving training. a
2: real effort into learning their ways.
1: Learning their ways, which then they start saying, say, Japanese. okay. He's also learning Japanese. Yeah. Which it seems <laughs> like being a prisoner in a samurai village at this time is better than 90% of the world, I, I would say. It, seemed, it seems like a good time. It you see- get
0: to practice swordsmanship. <laughs> <laughs> <ministry. Awesome. laughs> While well, everyone is out to have premarital sex, you're practicing, you're practicing you're sword. But... <laughs> 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 he he gets um, so uh, the girl accepts the apology. He plays baseball with the local kids, he tries teaching yeah, him, which like is base. I guess baseball. It's it's only baseball. I just looked it up. Was invented in 1846.
2: So in a, like I watched the Ken Burns doc years ago. Okay, um, it's a rudimentary like, form. Yeah, it's not real baseball. It's like it's more like cricket, right? It's a bastardized cricket that had like they didn't figure out the rules yet. I, who was it? Abner Doubleday, who eventually, yeah. also another Gettysburg Gettysburg veteran, Abner Doubleday. Really? I, I've been to his statue. It's okay. on the battlefield. Oh, that's cool. Um, but he kind of makes baseball, he, he gives baseball his rules and stuff, and that's in like the 1880s. Yeah, that's later. Tom Cruise would not know
0: this. Yeah, I, when, <laughs> when they're, playing, they're playing baseball just like it's an American thing. He's showing them
2: something American, right? right? Like yeah. that's the yeah. point of that. But mm-hmm. also, he,
1: I mean, he might have known it. He, he's in the Army.
2: Yeah, I'm sure they played yeah. some version of it yeah, in the it's, army. Because it, it didn't
1: seem like... It's hard to tell what mm-hmm. it was. They were all running around. Look,
2: I'm not going to break Tom Cruise's balls. You can't
1: break Tom Cruise's right. balls. Yeah. <laughs> you he can't. He, he put his he put his effort in. Uh, so now we get the ninjas. The ninja scene, and there's a lot of notes on the ninja are, scene.
0: Are ninjas... Do they still exist at this point? Sure. Yeah, They're, they're assassins. Yeah.
1: They're assassins. They're just assassins.
0: So they outlast
1: the samurai then, I imagine.
2: Yeah, definitely. Because you always need a hit.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: I mean... It's- they were still using the samurai until 10 minutes ago. I mean, the ninjas are still going to be there. The, you, can,
1: <laughs> you, you might even argue that the ninjas that were being used were just samurai being paid to do something yeah, else. You right. Know? But can we talk about the theater scene? Like the emperor yeah. of their village was, or the, the leader of their village, had time to practice theater.
2: Well, what else are they doing? <laughs> I don't know. Legal. I this goes into the whole what I what I called the the Japanese propaganda version of samurai. Uh-huh. They're all poets, <laughs> yeah, yeah. you know. They're they're uh, artists. They're enlightened people, mm-hmm. you know. And I guess uh, Katsumoto, he's also uh, moonlights as a. <laughs> theater actor. He's a Shakespearean. (laughs) You haven't heard Shakespeare until you've heard it in the original Klingon.
0: He's like a Reagan and Obama, you know? Yeah, yeah. They're done being president and then they act (laughs) a little or vice versa. You flip it. Okay.
2: That makes sense.
1: (laughs) What were were they performing? I don't remember. It's like... It's like a kabuki play. Yeah, it's some pervert trying to get a girl Mm. and like the emperor goes to get her and he gets denied too and everybody laughs it's not laughs. the
2: events of the movie right it had no no okay
1: it's some random
2: thing cuz you know like a lot of times you'll see a scene like this in movies and it'll be what we've already seen that they're performing you know,
1: you know I, 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 if I had to guess, I would say it's it's some
2: traditional thing that they were doing for kids. This is a bad uh, example, but the only one that popped in my head it was C3PO talking to the ewoks. Okay. And <laughs> yeah. he tells you the story of the yeah. other two movies. Nooch
0: chimney choo So the ninjas. So those were all, that was a lot of ninjas. that That' fight scene is awesome. He saved yeah. the kid. Well, Tom so Cruise saves
2: Katsumoto's life mm-hmm. because he draws attention to the ninjas before they are able to kill him. From well, the ninjas behind. were busy. They were too busy hissing. Ninjas were hissing? You didn't catch
1: that, yeah. huh? Oh, uh-huh. yeah, they hissed. They, like, they were going S- 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 with their knives, and it was so Oh, they're confusing. the Nightman. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the Nightman cometh.
0: <laughs> uh, they did get the colors of the ninja costume wrong, though, because mm-hmm. they're in black, and the ninjas actually wore like a blue
1: a dark blue or the three ninjas it's, it's
0: yeah <laughs> at uh, Mega Mountain
1: <laughs> what, what was the second of the three ninjas kick back I've never seen the movie to be honest oh uh, yeah th- there's, there's one like, with Hulk Hogan I in. think there's three of them there are three there's three yeah I used each to each watch ninja. them
0: all the time <laughs> <laughs> Well, it was the Three Ninjas Cinematic Universe. You know, you had to watch like Ninja One, Ninja (laughs) Two, Ninja Three, and they all connected with the first of the Three Ninjas movies. Did they talk? It was the NCU. Did.
1: (laughs) (laughs) So, all right, those ninjas. Like I said, there was a lot of them, right? How many could you actually get? Like I, I just assumed that's why they might have been in the wrong color because they were samurai.
0: No, I think it was just like how many ninjas exist. There was like well, that, seventy. That's of them. my question. How many ninjas are around at this point? I don't like, know. Like Anthony's saying, because samurai around, ninjas are around. To me, it's like we need them to fight something. Ninjas are sneaky. You know, they right. They're natural enemies. This... <laughs> like
2: but I also like the mongoose
1: and the snake. <laughs> yes, I, that's why they're hissing. I, I, I assumed it was just like a small section like wh- how many assassins are you just going to come by and be like oh look a ninja school let's get six assassins like I've, I've seen Bond movies there's always an assassin around <laughs> you go to the right place <laughs> you know well Algren saves his life Algren saves Katsumoto's life and that's when he realizes Algren is his friend right and he says it because he gives him his stuff back and says when I took this you were my enemy mm-hmm. and he realizes that like yeah Algren notices that my culture is great and Algren's great because he we helped him heal and Right, they bring him. They actually give him back instead of keeping him captured.
0: And hey, what's hey. the next thing that happens after this?
2: Oh, then we have more. They ride in with,
1: town with the boys. No, before that,
2: <laughs> they have a. They have a scene that shows where he's become proficient. Yes, at the samurai. He
0: speaks laws. Japanese, yeah. Yeah. and then mm-hmm. he goes and looks at the girl as she's bathing, and oh, yeah. he's
1: a peeping tom. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he apologizes. <laughs> he apologizes and she says, No, I'm just, I'm just finishing but, up. You but know? was he really sorry? Oh, no. No, he was being. And she, it.
0: Didn't, she didn't rush to cover up. I mm-hmm. think she's into it.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I could see it. <laughs> she, uh, He apologized to her for killing her husband, right? Yeah, she already accepted his apology.
0: Mm-hmm. So then they go back to town. And this is a shot I found very interesting. Because it really it's depicts. It's a Western. It depicts the transformation. Not just that it's a Western, but you see, like, power lines. Mm-hmm. Yes. And it's like. Whoa! Like this is a big change from when we were here like an hour ago, mm-hmm. and it's been a year. And that's how fast things are happening. Yes, mm-hmm. and and is that electricity? Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, so telegraphs. It's telegraphs, yeah. but it's
2: not. Uh, that was my question. It's not. No, it's not like they have light bulbs or anything. But they, that yeah. There's telegraph lines. They're on their way though. Right. There's fast communication. Yes, and there'll be railroads soon enough, and things like that. You know, factories, yeah, factories. You know, which is why and all people those wearing people are there suits yeah. now. Yeah. It, it, there's a they're whole, westernized right it's a complete there's culture there's cameras everywhere shot. and yeah so they ride into town into Kyoto and or, they stick out know, like Tokyo. sore they thumbs they go to Tokyo right they out stick out almost
0: boys. as much as if we were in Times Square and you saw a bunch of samurai rolling down the block exactly it's it's that fish out of water mm-hmm.
2: like it's that level but the people still have a reverence for them the common people well the people are, they, no, look they were scared. running they're they were sc- running away right. they're, they're like scared. they're gonna lock my yeah. fucking head off right yeah. yes Uh, And the soldiers keep giving him shit. So he's been... uh, Kazumoto's been invited back to Tokyo. That's why they're there. They're not there to do some kind of military action. He's there to sit on this council and talk with the emperor and maybe hammer out some kind of solution to this rebellion they're having. And Omura refuses to allow him to enter with his sword, right? Am I incorrect in that? No, you're correct. Right. So... This is a big thing. I know the Meiji outlawed the wearing of swords in public, and this was a huge problem for the samurai.
0: They didn't have a uh, 2A for swords, you know? Mm -hmm. Right. (laughs) The right to
2: keep and bear swords. Um, So what does he say? He's like... Only the emperor can get me to lay down my blade. I think Mm -hmm. he says the sword serves the emperor, and Mm -hmm. if he wants me to kill myself
0: yeah the emperor can command me to do anything and I'm gonna do it which now now is as we've been discussing that seems like that wouldn't have flied for uh, the real dude
1: right no I think it would really he was very young at the time actually he was very young and they said his voice was too pure to be speaking this council and I feel like that was kind of a thing it was a, it, I think it became a thing.
2: You know, as we've been saying, it's kind of like this version zero of it. I don't know if those traditions are completely ingrained with these guys just mm-hmm. yet, but maybe it is. I don't know. But, I don't. but you
0: think in real life if the emperor had told uh, Saigo to kill himself, he would
2: have done it Saigo. and like ended it? I don't think I so. I don't know. I don't know. I'm going to say no because he's willing to fight. But if you believe this man is a living god, then maybe it is, you know?
0: Okay, yeah.
2: I just don't, I just don't know.
0: Okay, that's fair. Mm-hmm. So he refuses to lay down his sword. We see that the Japanese now have howitzers. Yes. And it's like, oh, fuck. Like,
2: Weren't they in the midst of like, doing a deal with the Americans to get heavy artillery? Yeah, they're
0: mm-hmm. getting heavy artillery, arms. Like, mm-hmm. They're getting a built-up military. Mm-hmm. The top-knot scene.
2: Right. Yeah. Yes. So, uh, Katsumoto's, Katsumoto's son.
1: son. He gets cornered by soldiers because he's wearing his sword. Right. And They're right. like, "Don't you know the rules now? You can't have this." Mm-hmm. And they like insult him, right? Yeah, they
2: they, they want to take his sword, but they also want to cut off his top knot to like insult them because that is a symbol of the old ways, and they are <laughs> the new ways. Obviously, mm-hmm. you know, you got the short hair. The
1: so they uh look. they put up their arms. They tell him, "Give us your sword." And he's about to fuck him up, and Algren runs in. and Is like, no, stop! I'm the captain. And they go, fuck, fuck you. Mm-hmm. They beat him with the gun, and he's like, just stop. Like, we'll get him back later. And, and they
2: they cut off his top knot. Right. They they degrade him. They Which now,
1: when that happens, and this is actually kind of more important, Omora's guy with the the scar on his face mm-hmm. has been tailing him. Tom Cruise has been tailing Algren. Tom Cruise because if he goes near katsumoto he's ordered to kill him mm-hmm. he went near katsumoto's son and he knows now because he tries protecting his son he's going back to katsumoto he's gonna be a problem i have to kill him mm-hmm. and they go to kill him which leads to the next scene which is
0: an awesome five verse one fight awesome
1: five verse one but Algren has a pistol on him yeah he has a pistol and he goes to take it out and he realizes they all have swords and he stops
2: Mm-hmm. I don't remember this. Uh-huh.
1: I don't
0: remember him going uh-huh. for the pistol. Was, he goes for the pistol. Notes.
1: He's backing up, and he's going to reach in, mm-hmm. and very nonchalantly puts his hands back down because he realizes they have swords, and they're not Who using has guns. Swords? His attackers, the five guys. Are they army guys? These are uh, these are Omoro's assassins. Right. And Omoro is have is about to have Katsumoto killed as well. Yes, mm-hmm. that's his plan. Right. So he, want, he takes out Katsumoto, he takes out Algren,
2: there's nobody left to Right, support. now the rebellion's over. The rebellion's over. Right. So, Tom, Tom Cruise. Before we talk about the fight, do you think mm-hmm. the Emperor really just
0: doesn't want to talk because he has such an unmasculine voice? <laughs> like, he sounds like <laughs> such a bitch. Like, I wouldn't want to talk well, either. Well, he's, he's young. I barely want to talk
2: with this voice. Mm-hmm. Imagine you have that voice. You sound like Michael Jackson. Katsumoto, uh, before this scene, actually has a moment where he does speak to the Emperor one-on-one. Yeah. And mm-hmm. tells him to lead his people. hmm but he's just unable to. He's like, kill. If you tell he me has, to kill myself, I'll do it. Right. He has every advisor is telling him this is what needs to be done, and they're actually right mm-hmm. because given the opportunity, you know the British will be in there. You know the French will be. The Russians will certainly be in there, and the Americans. And they can't have that. Possibly if going, China or Korea. Well, China's not doing shit at well, this point because yeah, they're true. being they're, bent over backwards. Right. They're the example that they don't want to follow. Yeah. You know. Yeah. So that if they're gonna survive they have to act like the powers Mm -hmm. so yeah he's doing the right thing Mm -hmm.
1: it's heartbreaking for the for the samurai in this film Mm -hmm. Um, if you look at it from like oh they're just criminal thugs who murder random people then who gives a fuck Mm -hmm.
0: (laughs) so then we get the um, five verse one it's an awesome Awesome. fight scene awesome fight scene Uh, Tom Cruise decapitates a dude
1: <laughs> he 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 does this like the fight's really fast and then it goes to slow motion then it goes back to fast and slow motion but then he stops after beating like four of them and he has two swords in his hands and he's like going through what just happened in his head well, and n- with the most the clearest of clarity that like I don't know what it's supposed no, to show. No, so
0: what what I think you're looking at it wrong. What he's doing in that moment is he's visualizing the fight using his like newfound meditation abilities and he's planning out the best attack to deal with the five of them. And they show different scenarios of how it plays out.
1: And that's why it's
2: going back and forth. Like those horrible Sherlock Holmes movies? I like those
1: movies. No, I'm talking <laughs> I'm talking about after the fight ends. Like the fight happens, right? And he has two swords in his hand. He's sitting there, kneeling down, and he's just standing there, like in shock of the fight. And then the fight replays in slow motion, with like this blue hue. The blue hue always—it always comes back to that. Mm -hmm. And he's reliving the fight in his head while he stands there because they're all beat up except one guy, the the Scarface guy. And it's just—he just goes through it. It just goes through the whole fight. Mm -hmm. And I think it's just him, like remembering it with clarity and being like, "Oh, like this is what I am now." Like I'm I'm a samurai. He becomes the, the real weeb.
3: The true yeah. weeb. The He's true unlocked the true weeb. weeb. Yes, yes. weeb within. In
1: that moment, because then a guy tries to attack him from behind and he he hits the sword away and chops his head off. He studied the blade. Lops it off. He studied the blade.
0: <laughs> so they rescue uh Ka-
1: they rescue Katsumoto. Yes.
2: Uh his son dies. Oh, they have the, that cool scene with the arrows. Yeah. Yeah, Bob kills like forty guys. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody go- reloads.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> you know, it's a movie, you know? They, they go back. They talk about Thermopylae. Yeah. Tom Cruise gets the armor from. Well, they go back to the village. Oh, they go, yeah. They, they, they don't escape talk about Tokyo. Yeah.
2: And are forced to retreat back to his village. Yeah. And now they have to plan for the, final the coming stand. battle. There's right. a scene with uh,
1: the kids again where, yes. like, the kid's scared to lose him now.
2: Oh, this is where he yeah. has sex with their mother. Is right
1: there. He yeah. fucks the mom. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah. So we got we have the the payoff of the of the romance. Yep. Soy tu papa he says to the
1: kids. (laughs) I am your dad? (laughs) Yes, he says that to the kids in Spanish.
2: He doesn't say that at all. Oh, he doesn't say that.
0: that that. (laughs) I I thought I missed that for
1: a second. You
2: both thought he actually said so I (laughs) do I had to translate. Why would he speak Spanish? He's
1: bilingual. (laughs) They teach him Japanese, they'll teach him a little bit of whatever.
0: (laughs) So, yeah, he bangs their mom. They, t- they talk about Thermopylae. The kid's scared
1: that he's going to die. Yeah, let's, who cares about that? Fuck the I kid. Don't, I, they don't okay. talk about I'm Thermopylae sorry. until they're no. about to fight. So no? it's
0: Thermopylae. Then he gets the armor. Mm-hmm. Then, they,
1: um, then they do the prep montage. Right. He tells them about Thermopylae, but is doesn't tell them the
2: ending. That's yeah. What, okay, yes. Yeah.
0: So they talk about Thermopylae. He gets the armor, right? The red
1: armor.
2: I like when he comes out of the house and the whole village is there. Waiting <laughs> I
1: him. said
3: the same yeah. thing. Yeah. <laughs> Why were they all waiting?
1: Yeah. Flagpoles <laughs> and all. Just like, wait for him to come out, see what he does.
2: Hey, listen, I heard the white guy's going to dress up like one of us. Let's go see. All, show right. Show. all right.
0: <laughs> Some guy was selling tickets. Like, come on. <laughs> <laughs> see
1: the freak.
3: See the
0: freak.
1: The tough guy was waiting for him just to check if he put it on right. right. Yeah, he adjusted he it. Adjusted. it. <laughs>
3: <laughs>
0: But, but I gotta say, I love this in any movies when someone like lays a trap at the battlefield. you oh, know? yes, oh, you you said it's, it's my favorite yeah. thing in any in any one of these movies. Like Braveheart, soaking the battlefield in oil. Yeah. Like
2: you do something like this, and I was like, oh, what a fucking great idea, so, <laughs> Spartacus with the flaming logs. Yeah. Yeah.
0: yeah, and it's like, why didn't they just do it further up? They could have set them on fire way back, you know. <laughs>
2: So they make like a smoke screen, right? Well, they, they
0: kind of They let them <laughs> attack, they lure them in, then they light the grass on fire.
1: They split up their and army. And now
0: the Japanese uh, army is all fucking scared. Well, well it
2: was one regiment, right? they pummeled by the heavy artillery. The, the howitzers, right? Yes. And when they put the smoke screen up now they've rendered those useless so they send in the infantry and that gives them a fighting chance Mm -hmm. so they got close though
1: right they had to wait for like a specific turn and then they they pounced on them
0: yeah and then they fucked them up then the uh American the the tom cruise's counterpoint you know mm-hmm. who tom cruise found the ways of like the peaceful sa- the noble savage mm-hmm. you know he found their ways this guy didn't right and then he comes down with the modern japanese army and tom cruise throws a sword through it. Right.
1: <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> Which- so you're you went uh, a little far yeah you went a little too far they, um, they
2: fight the samurai managed to fight yeah. off
1: like the first wave the yeah. first wave and there's a guy specifically who looks like a hobo with a flag giving orders he's waving
2: he's waving the flag he's around. waving
1: a flag around to to <laughs> signal charges and to signal our archery and he looks like a hobo you're right it was very very weird and there's also a um a sad scene bob gets shot yeah we lose bob yeah. we lose bob you, you you forgot about bob and that's i was Come on, man, much like yeah. dre, just like dre um <laughs> he he t- he gives up his life for Algren, <laughs> and then the one thing that I like bringing up there's a horrible superhero thing that happens here, which oh? uh i I spoke to both of you briefly, oh, I spoke to Brian about this, yeah. I believe, and he was like, "What are you talking about? Algren slices through a metal rifle. <laughs>
2: That's just, that that yeah. <laughs> That's just how good that sword it's was. Did nobody pick that up? That's just how good that sword was. It's
1: Japanese steel. <laughs> it's, it's Japanese steel against more steel. It's like Hitari Hanzo it, shit. It, you it know? He sliced <laughs> through it. Not only did he slice the rifle, it sliced through the guy holding the rifle. It, it was incredible. It was like a lightsaber. <laughs> what do you guys think of this battle sequence?
2: Uh, this is great. It's a awesome. like it. great I liked stuff. It. Yeah. The real battle, the Battle of Shiriyama, which is what it's kind of depicting here. They actually kind of do it in the movie. After that first wave fails, the samurai decide to attack. And Mm -hmm. in reality, um, what's his name? Uh, Saigo Takumori charges in. Forty guys make it through. That's it. And everybody dies. What happened at Thermopylae? Yes. Dead to the last man. When there was no one left, he killed himself. He did seppuku. So that was uh, that is and, actually what happened, and, and that is what happens in the movie. There's a awesome.
0: debate about whether he cut his own, like cut himself, uh-huh. or he had his head cut off. There's they a whole do debate one about final
2: it. charge in the movie, and there's a Gatling gun,
0: and and everybody gets out. mowed down <laughs> except Tom Cruise. except Tom
2: Cruise, who is he's uninjured. protected
0: by his whiteness, <laughs> his white
2: privilege kept him safe from the the bullets. <laughs> but then we get this cool scene after the battle's over where Tom Cruise kind of forces I don't know how he got in there. Wait, Who wait, let him in? Well,
0: before we do this, before <laughs> right. we do this. What did you think of him throwing the sword through the guy? Because I know you
2: had an issue with it in Gladiator. This one looks real. M- this one looks because in Gladiator, <laughs> when he throws the sword, he throws it from like a mile away, and it's spinning in the air, and it's like this isn't. He, there'd be no force behind that. He's like ten feet from the guy when he throws it through him in and this move. The guy in
1: Gladiator is wearing armor,
2: right? Yes. <laughs>
1: this he's on horseback and he throws it like a spear, right? And it, he waits till he's really close. So it's it's, it's a little unbelievable. Believable. Yeah, yeah, a little. I you mean, don't agree.
0: Yeah. I'm okay with any time a sword is thrown through someone. Mm. <laughs> it never bothers me. I, I don't question it at all. <laughs> you throw a sword? All right, yeah, I guess it kills him. <laughs> Brian's just
1: all in with the uh, yeah. sword throwing. I just
0: Because I, I know you had a problem with it in Gladiator, right. so I wanted
1: to get your thoughts here. So so now when he commits sepulchral on the field, right, or he, he dies on the field, in the movie they all stop to bow. So a con- little confusing because I'm assuming there's still enemies alive like on the field or... Mm-hmm. And they all just stop to bow.
2: That's kind of like... Throughout the whole movie, you kind of get the feeling that both sides respect each other. Mm -hmm. They've just come on different sides of this issue, and there's going to be war about it, but we still understand... And Respect and, each yeah, other. we have this honor code, oh. right? Um, I don't
1: think that's what would have happened in real life, though, because the people who were killing the samurai were or or, like the peasants who were getting their right. heads just chopped off, Especially <laughs> those guys don't give a fuck. Yeah, they, 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 they're ha- more than happy to kill right. these guys. Well, it's, it's
0: a commanding officer who tells like them to stop the attack, he, yeah, right? right. So, well, yeah,
1: he tells them to stop it. He doesn't tell them to bow. They all bow in their, on their own volition. Mm-hmm. It's, it's. I, I enjoyed it, but it, it just seems a little... Well,
0: you know, uh, they're, they're perpetrating that... Or perpetuating right. that myth.
1: Yeah, yeah. You know.
0: So Tom Cruise gets to see the emperor.
2: Yes, he forces his way into the palace, into the emperor's <laughs> throne room. How How does he do this? Because it's, it's the white guy.
0: Yeah. Like it's the, it's the yeah, white Yeah, wouldn't
2: it's he the be, the be an enemy samurai. of the state? <laughs> Doesn't, like, you're right. not. There's a foreigner trying to get in the emperor's chamber. <laughs> he
1: just walks in with Who's uninviting? letting
2: him in? But he just walks in, and they're like, "Oh no, he can't come in here." I think but then uh, he just comes in. Well, they, they think, did meet before, and the emperor did like him. I I understand. That. I think yeah, I But can, he never you, should have got that far. Yeah. No, nope, hold on. <laughs> I,
1: I can make a counter argument that okay. he, I know how he got. How he could have got that. He far. pretended
2: to be the president of the United States again.
1: No, <laughs> which was horrible. Um, well, you no. know, those white people—they all look alike. Remember from the real story that the character Katsumoto mm-hmm. now would have, because he died, reached legendary status and Allgren was right next to him to reach that status as well. Uh-huh. It might as well have been Katsumoto walking in. Dude, I don't think any emperor bodyguard is letting him in. The emperor bodyguards might have been samurai. Still. Well, the samurai are dead. We just saw the last one. Well, I'm just saying they the ex-samurai are still working for them and might have been like this guy's on the up and up. He has Katsumoto's sword. I'm willing to do mental You know what mental, I'm saying? I'm like, willing
2: to do mental gymnastics. I'm doing to, the gymnastics. To
1: that point. I'm doing the gymnastics. But he gets in. <laughs> You, to, yeah,
2: you assume he's a legend at this point. And for, the Emperor wants to hear about how he died and how he. And lived. he said, "I mm-hmm. will tell you how he lived." Right. Yes. Not
1: before giving up Amoro's entire estate. Because there's nothing like you know a good dictatorship to make you feel good.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the government just took everything. From everything this guy. from this guy
1: who just helped build New Japan. <laughs> who just made New Japan. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
2: <laughs> right. He's not that yeah. evil. Yeah. <laughs> He's a dick, but he's doing what needs to be done. You saved my country. Now I will make punish you. We're giving all your shit away.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> you wanted this. You wanted it.
0: In that moment, he must have been like, "I should have just let. You like, should just yeah, let him live. <laughs> yeah. I should have let the samurai cut this right. dude's head off." And then Peter Pettigrew from Harry Potter, Ratman. Rat Rat Ratman. He says that Tom Cruise. Uh, no one knows what came of him, but I think he went back.
1: Mm-hmm. He, he, to he found the uh, to quote, "He found a small measure of peace that we all look for but rarely find," A.K.A. He went to a town where all men just died. (laughs) He's going to drown in it. (laughs) (laughs) Well, he's already got one
0: half Japanese wife. He could repopulate the village (laughs) himself. Yeah, Yeah. the
1: Samurais will just be... Oh, maybe that's where all the weebs came from. (laughs) 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 Wow.
0: So Um, do you want to talk about the real...
2: The real guy? The real guy. uh, We already said how he died, but posthumously was honored by the emperor and kind of is the catalyst, I will say... For bringing this Bushido code of ethics into the Japanese modern state and military mm. this is why you know th- going forward the Japanese will still think of themselves uh, in this samurai way and mm. because of his sacrifice yes a- and it colors their thi- their Im- their image of themselves like they get back to that Japanese spirit Western technology Western ethos thing mm-hmm through. It's actually an important moment for them, you know. Obviously, all of this gets stomped out in 1945, but for a time, they had a pretty fucking It's almost unique... a hundred-year run. Yeah. Let's right. do a quick uh, theory. Uh, well,
0: hold on. I do want to say oh. about the guy, Tom uh, the, Tom Cruise plays Nate Algren, who mm-hmm. is based on two people.
2: Yeah, I want to hear about this, because okay. I actually don't didn't know about this.
0: Okay. So, he's based on uh, Jules Brunet, or Brunette. I'm guessing Brunet, he's Brunet, French. Yeah. He was sent by the French to serve the Tokugawa Shogunate in the Boshin War. So earlier on. Earlier on. And while he was there, you know, he helped them and he left the French military and stayed behind with the Shogun.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: And he didn't leave when the Shogun, you know, he didn't leave even after the Shogun were defeated. He mm-hmm. stayed behind. He liked Japan and decided to stay there. Exactly. You know, eventually he. I believe he died there, but... Um,
1: the one true... Week. Oh, no,
0: he, he went back home. Uh, he went back home, but he did stay behind mm-hmm. and serve in the shogunate, and that's Jules Brunet. And the other person that he's based on is an American who's uh, known as Frederick Townsend Ward. And he went to uh, serve in China during the Taiping Rebellion, and he started the ever-victorious army, it was known as. And Along with Chuck Gordon?
1: And he
0: joined up with them, and you know, that's and he
1: cartoon. helped them out.
2: Yes. Wow, it comes full circle, doesn't it? Bro, this show is just <laughs> Lincoln, Lincoln, Lincoln. Yeah. Because we, we're gonna we're gonna link up again in a little while. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we plan it this way.
0: It's all planned out. It's meticulously planned out. And that's one that, thing so, we know: it's so linking Lincoln incest. <laughs> <laughs> so those are the two guys that um that Tom Cruise's Nate Algren is based on.
1: Nice. Uh, what were you going to say, Steve? Uh, I was going to do a little theory. A little Ooh. quick theory Ooh, action. Okay. Oh, theory. Let's say... Just theoretical. <laughs> um, <laughs> that's going to be a recurring thing. <laughs> the samurai win. The emperor decides that we have to hold our ways, and we're not going to industrialize at this point. World War II completely changed.
0: There, well, Japan now, like, you're, it's going to be conquered by, you know... Conquered by you, something. It's going to yeah. be conquered by some sort of European country, or it's going to be split up amongst them, right? Like, Or they're going to have a puppet government.
2: Well, I am going to say that if the samurai win, mm-hmm. I don't think there's any, under any circumstance of them going back to where, past. You know, seeing as how far they've come already. You don't go back.
0: Yeah, they're just walking around, they're chopping down all the telegram well, poles. Yeah. And let's, say, <laughs> so, let's say the samurai win.
2: Well it would be I the emperor's think decree you'll get almost the same results as when they lost. You have this infusion of Bushido into the into the world into their thinking you know
1: right but you you, you let's say the revolution the industrial revolution there is stalled out a little even by like five years that changes the course of history, like completely right
2: like you're not going to get the, the same World War II in the movie you'd be right but I think in reality, in reality. W- are the samurai fighting for the end of industrialization or are they fighting for a place for themselves mm. in the society you know mm-hmm. they're, maybe they just want to be in charge of the military you mm-hmm. know who knows but I'm sure they know but uh, <laughs> or knew yeah I don't, I don't I don't think there's any going back okay. that's for sure
0: they're looking for a place where they belong like Chester yeah. from Lincoln Park ah yeah <laughs> That that's a Linkin Park song? song. He's like, a place where somewhere, I belong. Somewhere, somewhere I, belong, I belong. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's it. <laughs>
3: it's
1: good, though.
3: Mm.
0: Um,
1: anybody have any final thoughts on this movie or anything they want to say? I loved it. I, I, I watch this every time I can get a chance. How, how many times have you seen it, you think? I've probably seen it over ten. I'd
2: definitely not seen it that many times. Maybe maybe four or five for me.
1: Um, I love it, the style. I love the, the, the arc. I love everything about it.
2: I'm going to say I have seen the
0: movie... Probably almost thirty times. What? At least in bits and pieces. Because okay. I would just—you
1: yeah. guys have this fucking love. Get for this on movie. your last samurai grind. I guess
0: so. Well, I, it was—it's also that hot box thing for me. You know,
1: where it was, <laughs> you it was always else? on,
0: and like it's a kick-ass movie, so I'm gonna yeah. be watching it. So this movie did make me realize something that the director of this is fucking awesome. Who is he? I had never looked him up before. Mm-hmm. But when I say Some of the movies He's done You're gonna be like Yeah this guy rules Okay
1: Alright let's hear it
0: Alright
2: name? What's the guy's name
0: Edward Zwick
2: Edward Glory. Zwick Glory's great Glory yeah, That's a movie that We're gonna end up doing On this show eventually Oh uh, yeah yep. definitely Legends of the Fall Oh like yeah Like it don't love it Yeah Courage Under Fire That one I don't know The Siege That's a classic The Last Samurai Never heard of it <laughs> <laughs> Blood Diamond Amazing Love that movie Yeah a mo- Where's my son!
0: A movie, I was for a movie it. that we <laughs> saw together, Defiance. Oh, that was a great movie. That was awesome, right?
1: <laughs> this guy's awesome, man.
0: This guy just and like, there's a bunch of other movies he I'm just not does gonna epics, name. Huh? He just does yeah. kick-ass like historical movies. This guy, you know Edward I mean? yeah. Zwick. If and you're like, gonna make a
1: movie, make it epic.
0: And like, yeah. and it's so yeah. funny that like I've liked like all his movies, but I never bothered to learn his name, mm. and now I'm like, yeah, he's the fucking man. Zwick rules. I have a, a yeah. quick
1: question, uh, maybe a little bit. No, it's on topic. How, what was the budget for the last time, Ryan? What was the box office? How did this do? Oh, it nice. was a success. Here it was a go. success, IMDb, but IMDb. I'm, I'm definitely curious about what they spent on this because, as you said, it looks fucking gorgeous. It's a beautiful movie.
0: So, the budget is $140 million,
1: Wow, okay. But,
0: but remember, I think Tom Cruise makes... It's, it. I'm not sure at this point if he's making $100 million a picture or $20 million a picture. This is, this Con- is,
1: this is his like,
0: height. Is this the height this of Tom Cruise? Yeah, this was his peak. Is this
2: pre him jumping on Oprah's couch?
0: Yeah, he hasn't jumped yeah. on her couch yet. And he had mm. Mission Impossible's out. Right. He, only he, was, had, he was up there. He only had two out at this point. The third one really hadn't come out. The third one is like mm-hmm. four, is I think three or four years away.
2: You yeah, know, I've never seen any of those. Really? Never saw a single Not movie even in the 90s one? Nope. Dude. You, Are you, they great? Yeah, you would love, I,
0: I You definitely would love the first one from mm-hmm. the 90s. Yeah, the first one. Je- Gene Reno's in it. Oh, pfft. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, Godzilla. <laughs> yeah. So Say no more. Yeah. So the movie now it's an episode of our show because Godzilla came up. Ninety nine Godzilla. Every episode. Yeah. Bring out. <laughs> uh, so the budget was 140 million That's and it made four hundred fifty six million. Dollar. Wow. And it and it, it had a bunch of Academy Award nominations. It did. Yes. Best supporting actor, uh, Ken Watanabe. Mm-hmm. He should have Did he won. win? He, he, won. Won. He, won. he did not he win. He won. won. It, who won that year? I don't know. It's gonna, know. I'm gonna be not some gonna bullshit. It
1: it's gonna make us angry. But even. it
0: wasn't. It wasn't. They, it didn't win a single Oscar. What year
1: was this? Two thousand three. Two thousand three. Bring that up. Bring bring up bring up who won these awards against The Last Samurai.
2: It's gonna be. Was it nominated year. for Best <laughs> Picture? <predictions? laughs> no, right?
0: Uh, no, it wasn't. But it it had like art awards and everything. It's probably and...
2: fucking Romeo Must Die or something.
1: Oh, I'd be or so Chicago. upset. I'd be so upset. Remember Chicago? Ooh, that's, a, that's a good guess, actually. But I think Chicago. I mean, that might have been later. Chicago beat Gangs of New York. In two thousand two, how how uh, you know what Why? I'm not against. So that. he mm-hmm. lost
0: uh, the best supporting actor to Tim Tim Robbins uh, I like Tim in the Robbins. film Mystic River, which
2: oh, is a, like it that's it's a, it's a good movie. Mystic River is good. It's, good. Yeah, it's a okay. good movie. All right, all right, all right. Yeah, yeah. so
0: <laughs> good movie, I uh, love it.
2: One out of ten. Oh, what 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 out of ten? Not one. But out you out of have to ten. say it in Japanese. Yeah. <laughs>
1: Hi, <laughs> I don't yeah. know. Is that a number? I don't no, know. that's oh, yes.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to say it is an eight out of ten.
1: Okay, eight out of ten, very high. Very I ten. Could, I could, yeah, I think I actually concur with that. I would, I'd probably give it a nice. I'm going to give it a
2: ten. seven just to be that guy. Wow, You're be that guy?
0: not even seven point five. Not we can't get 7, you halfway. Seven
2: five. Wow. Okay. Look, it's not. It's not one of the best movies ever, right?
1: I mean, eight, eight, eight isn't the best movie ever, but eight's like a. a it's strong i am
2: give it a seven. Alright. <laughs> Domo Arigato for listening, gang.
1: Yeah. So that
2: I, I think that I think that
1: wow do- you, you waited until the end to make that that reference. Holy crap. <laughs> I like sticks. Not really. They suck.
0: <laughs>
1: you don't like uh come sail
2: away? Oh terrible. Terrible song. <laughs> what about when Cartman sings? That's it? great. That's the it's a better version. Yeah. That's the one. That's the definitive version. <laughs> <laughs>
0: That'll do it for this episode of uh reviewing history. Wanna give a shout out, as always, to uh Tell em Steve Dave, letting us record down in uh mm-hmm. beautiful Tellem Steve Dave T E S D Studios down in Hazlitt, New Jersey. Come down, visit, say hi to get them buy some merch, take a tour of the studio. Highly recommended. It. It's sign such the a cool wall. place. Yeah, sign the wall. Come- I sign the
1: wall. We all did Yeah,
0: Come down, (laughs) hang out If you want to send us an email You can reach us at ReviewingHistoryPod At gmail.com You want to talk to us, ask any questions about history Recommend something you'd like us to
2: talk about Hey, we're on social media
0: We are on social media, yeah Yeah, We have a Twitter, we have an Instagram That should be ReviewingHistoryPod On all of those Uh, Definitely give us a follow We got a Fosh book too We do have a Facebook as well, yes. I made Uh, a
2: logo. Beaver made a logo. I made a logo.
0: (laughs) Come follow me personally on my Twitter, at Brian Rupert. Check out my letterbox. I review every single movie I watch. I have a list going of every movie that we watch for the podcast, ranking them. Uh, I believe Steve and Anthony are going to create theirs as well I created mine.
1: You I didn't do anything yours. yet but I created it.
0: Okay, so uh, yeah. we'll post that in the show notes and once Anthony gets his we'll post that in the show notes as well and you could just see where we rank things and mm-hmm. you know no one, I'm writing detailed reviews. I don't expect that of these guys. I have fun doing I it. I
1: might write like a sentence or two. Yeah,
0: you don't have to go crazy like You're you're
1: you're the crazy one. Yeah. Well, you
0: I go. I just enjoy doing it. Other than that, thank you for joining us and we'll see you next time. Bye. 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 <laughs>